1: I'm your host, Johnny Destructo. With me this week is Mark underscore L underscore Miller. Hello. And Noel. Sup. So we're here to talk about the comic books that came out last Wednesday. But first, I would like to thank Noel and the Patreons, the Patrons, Patreons. the Johnny Destructo patrons, for our new mic setup. So hopefully this time sounds better than last time. We got the new mics last time, but then we were all fucking. We were noodling around. We just, were, I'm just
2: gonna touch the mic like this. Blah, 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 blah.
1: Yeah, uh, they were so sensitive that every time we breathed, they made a bad sound. So, yes.
2: and also to the the modulation, we were we were trying it out. So thank yeah. you so much for being patient. Yes. We, we've, Hopefully course corrected.
1: Hopefully, yeah. So Noel actually picked us up some mic stands so that we don't have to touch the mics. They're just hovering. I can do whatever I want
2: with my hands right now.
1: Well, don't do the thing you're doing right now. Don't do that. Take, yeah, zip up. It's under the
2: table? No? (laughs) Zip. Okay. Zip it.
1: Uh, So thanks, guys, so much. You can go to Johnny Destructo's Patreon uh, and leave a couple of buckets buckets of ducats. Or you could also go to Mark underscore L Miller's Patreon, which is I believe Patreon slash M L Miller Rights question mark.
0: No, it's ML Miller.
1: Just oh just ML Miller. Yeah. But they can find you on M L dot com.
0: You sure can. Alright,
1: dope. So let's get yeah, to yeah. And-
0: like a mic stand. Okay. I don't have a mic stand.
1: It's yeah, we can tell. I just <laughs>
0: I just have a headphone. I have a headphone.
2: He's got guys, he only has a headphone. He's and got one headphone.
0: I have <laughs> yeah. a phone taped to my head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also maybe and just some get him some a, antibiotics.
2: It's a rotary phone that he has yes. to put quarters in every five minutes, to you guys? <laughs>
0: it does. It's actually it's actually a cup and a string that goes all the way to Pennsylvania.
1: I feel like Christopher Goodnight should definitely give you a dollar a month to help you out. I mean at least. At least a yes. dollar. Yeah. And pictures.
0: That would be great. Oh, yeah, and pictures. so
1: many topless pictures.
0: <laughs> no pictures, please.
1: <laughs> Send him your puffy nip nipples.
0: I'm still reeling from the last one. It's you know what? I'm, pre-
1: I'm projecting there. I'm projecting. I don't know if he's got puffy nipples, but I do remember back in college, uh, I went to an art school and we had these women come in and do body painting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had to take off my shirt for this body painting uh, demo. And the woman who was painting me, and she meant this in the most sincerely nice complimentary way but she goes you've got beautiful pregnant woman nipples and i was agastified i was horrified i was like what the what frame of reference (laughs) do you have to be first of all (laughs) you were what 19 at the time yeah yeah i was a little i was a little overweight and milky um (sighs) i was a milky way but apparently I had beautiful, beautiful, beautiful pregnant pregnancy. women nipples. Um, so I was projecting on the Christopher Goodnight. I don't know anything about his nipples. Anyway, here we go. From the Home Dad Abroad, it's called, Spoiler Alert number 586, a Thor of a different color. Horse Thor, for fuck's sake. Look, Beta Rate Bill was a member of that smooth, orange human species of which you spake. However, the rest of his race was in suspended animation in a generation ship searching for a new homeworld after being chased off by some evil bastards or some such. I can't really be bothered to Google for refresher details. I'm on fucking vacation. (laughs) To keep the rest of the race safe, Bill voluntarily had himself modified into the more powerful, primitive form of his race to stand as their protectors on the journey. Upon arrival at their destination, his reward would be to live out his life as an outcast from his own people. Then came Thor. He blundered into the ship, saw the sleeping people, and a monster loose among them. He and Bill fought. Hammer was dropped. Bill picked it up because he was way more worthy than Goldilocks in that moment. Yada, yada, yada. They team up, have an adventure. Odin deems Bill a brother to Thor and makes him a Hammer, Stormbreaker, of his own, which allows Bill to transform back to his original form so he can remain a hero and live a happy, normal life with his people. I'm sorry. That's the most rant I can muster. I'm way too relaxed. I shouldn't even be writing in because I'm on fucking vacation. Rest up, douche. We need you healthy to smack some sense into these other guys. The home dad abroad. Yeah. Thank, I thank you.
2: That's a wonderful origin story. I think they should. They've retold every other origin story four thousand times. Let's get a, let's get a a, a beta ray bill reboot mini, year just, one. Just a year one, a mini, whatever. A beta reboot. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, it's called Beta Ray Bill, colon, Horse Thor, no
0: more. No, Beta Beta Ray Bill, Alpha. And then and then we'll do six, six mini series. series. Yeah. Yes. yes. Oh, and then you, at the end, Beta Ray Bill, Omega.
1: So thank you so much, Home Dad Abroad, for writing in. On your vacation, so he lives, where does he He lives in, like, fucking... Like
2: Wait, he was on vacation? China? Japan. I didn't know he was where on vacation. He, live? he lives somewhere.
1: But where does he go on vacation? Where do you go on vacation? Home dad? How, are you the home dad abroad abroad? Or do you come home for oh,
2: vacation? Home dad abroad squared.
1: Yeah. Anyway, we got other emails. Let's get to them. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Hi. <laughs> Sorry. So if you I, go I, to uh, no. Patreon slash uh, ML Miller, you can send him a couple of dollars for antihistamines. Essentially, it's
2: his FSA. We're going to go ahead and keep contributing to
1: it. <laughs> um Jesus. and we have another email from christopher goodnight called conan and the x Men. no x-men sorry i still haven't read the new conan series by jason aaron yet but i wanted to address a problem i had with marvel's handling of the character he's already go he's already go three ongoings talk about overkill and now they are shoehorning him into the marvel universe proper by having him team up with the avengers that's just ridiculous the, the Marvel Universe already has Thor, Kazar, and Hercules. 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 Do they really need another barbarian type running around? As for the X Men, what is your favorite X event? Age of X was a great, short-lived event that had Legion convincing them they were living in a completely different reality. My favorite, though, was X Men Messiah Complex. Mainly, I just love the X Factor part with Jamie and Layla in the future, and what happened after that. Chris ain't Saucy, Good night. So, Conan only has two ongoings, yes? See, I three? thought it
2: was only two. I was trying to think of the third one. I'm sitting here thinking about the third one. I, I'm I don't not know aware it of it. It's just Savage Sword and Conan.
1: Right. Yeah. The Barbarian.
0: Yeah. Um, the Barbarian, um, and Savage it's written sword. by different guys. I thought it was all going to be written by- uh, Aaron? By, yeah, Jason Aaron. But this, the one, the Savage Sword is Jerry Duggan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pronounced um, Jason A-A-Ron. a a A-A-Ron. A-A A-A mm-hmm. Um, uh oh I, I i think that uh i mean i think he's he just wasn't or maybe chris Goodnight wasn't around when marvel used to have conan and actually they wrote conan the hyborian age into marvel continuity that's where the whole uh um serpent crown came from um which was part of like that that whole Oh. Thing. I mean, it was, it, it went all the way back to Conan times and Red Sonia times back when Marvel had both of those characters and were, were dinking around with them. Um, I think there was also even, I think, I'm not sure a hundred percent, but I think, I think he was in Marvel team up and also Marvel, like Marvel two in one or wrote Red Sonia was, wow. or both of them. Um, but it again had something to do with the, uh, the serpent crown and and all of that. Do you remember the serpent Wait, crown? Is this in- the no.
2: same serpent crown that was in um? I want to say, Secret Avengers. Um, um the, it was on the moon. Uh, um, who was writing it? Might have been Secret Avengers. Was,
1: Wasn't that Remender? It was Brubaker. Brubaker. Brewbaker did
2: like oh, the first arc, and then it Warren been, took over.
0: It might have been. Um, but I don't. I don't. I. Th- it goes way back to the eighties. Yeah, you talking about way before.
1: Was, that. No, no, it I know, but like, I think they
2: just kind of like. Touched on it in the modern age for the ah. first arc of Secret Avengers. I was that aware. maybe?
0: I don't know if I read that that one or not. But uh, but yeah, I, I mean, back in the day, it was part of the whole thing. With it also, I think it was a part of like the whole Project Pegasus thing with Marvel Two and One, and um, there was a lot of like going over to barbarian worlds, like uh, the, th- that's where Thundra and Akron were. Um, and Akron is a character that's basically like conan too hmm. uh, uh and uh like wonder wonder man played him in a movie and then there was like this crossover between akron and wonder man and so it's it's weird i mean they got kind of creative with the whole conan vibe of the whole like the whole barbarian
1: yeah
0: trend after uh, the movie came out but uh, the first one but uh um i don't really have a, as much of a problem with the i, I hope um i hope it doesn't suffer from the hex syndrome where like they brought jonah hex into the future and it just didn't really work that yeah. well yeah. some of um, these
1: characters work better in their original yeah. but time.
0: I, I i like the idea of a man out of time and and uh i think that um with cat with steve rogers kind of um adapting to this and and not really being a man out of time anymore um it, it would be interesting to have like a barbarian or like one of those like like i, I think is it the rawhide kid or two gun kid one of them is in the modern times right now i don't, um, I don't remember but he yeah. was in the she-hulk series he was he had he had come into like into the modern times Wasn't so he like,
2: in that short-lived red wolf series too for
0: like yeah it, it, i think so yeah and it's it's like things like that like there's a lot of like i I like the stories of a man, a man out of time. So mm-hmm. I don't mind the time travel stuff, but I I don't like it when it starts getting into paradoxes and uh, you know flipping back onto itself and uh, like
1: oh, that's my favorite.
0: There show. being multiple <laughs> versions of them, mm-hmm. like of characters. That's when it gets kind of just it's just once you open that door, it's it's almost like you need a guidebook in order to like understand it all. And I guess I just really like understanding the entirety of the world rather than just like, say like putting my mind away and saying like, all right, I'm just going to have fun with the story. I don't Mm want to, I don't want to try to act like I try to think about all the holes that are going. Well, we're going to,
2: we're going to talk about both books, both uh, Conan and where modern day Conan is going to show up Mm -hmm. today. So yeah. I have some like theories, but okay.
1: Yeah. Oh, do, but he I, asked if we had a favorite X event.
2: You know, what? there's been so many I can't really remember all of them, but I do remember really liking Messiah Complex, like you mentioned.
1: Yeah, that was the one
2: Messiah Complex, Second Coming, and then Messiah Complex. Yeah, yeah, it was like the the book ended too. I really yeah liked.
1: those I really those <laughs> that was the last big X Men event that I really liked. It was the Birth of Hope, and then and then. Cable jumping it around time away, with a baby.
2: And and then it all came together for Second mm-hmm. Coming where – oh, wait, no. It was the other way around. Second Coming, then Messiah Complex? I believe so. So Question Second Mark? Coming was the birth of hope. Yeah. And then Messiah Complex is when new mutants finally were starting to be born.
1: Yes.
0: I, uh, um, I'm going to go back to what might be the very first um, – Mutant crossover was was the uh, the Morlocks, the introduction of the Morlocks, and then leading into the mutant massacre. I think that both of those. Uh, yeah, is
1: that called that, Fall of the Mutants. Uh,
0: so, uh, I I think it was just called Mutant Massacre, but there okay. is yeah, okay. I remember Follow the Mutants. That I don't think that has that has more to do with Apocalypse. I think, and this mm-hmm. was pre Apocalypse. I think it was like early X Factor uh, stuff when Angel lost his wings and uh, all that other cool stuff that's i mean that's where that's where archangel came from and you know like apocalypse showed up uh, apocalypse showed up and then like offered angel new wings for him to be one of his horsemen of the apocalypse so it was like things like that but uh um it was all tied together but it i just think that that's a that's that's a movie that's almost writes itself i think if Mm -hmm. you just you just introduce the morlocks um you introduce this Big threat that's wiping them out, and then the X Men kind of come in to try to help things and end up kind of ruining things a little bit for the Morlocks because they're they're the pretty like uh I mean, they yep. it goes back to the time machine where there was like the Morlocks and the what, what's the other there's the there's the race above and there's the race below there's Shuds. like the the, ugly, <laughs> the the Morlocks are like the ugly the 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 creature the the mutants with the ugly powers yeah. or the powers that they don't. They're not pretty, like angel little. Which I
1: like. I like that idea. Like, oh, yeah. the the regular good-looking X Men think that they're uh, beset upon by the human race, and they're like, oh no, yeah. there's a whole uglier, more beset upon. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and uh, yeah, you're the you're the guys with the perfect bodies, and you're the you know you 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 live in like all these like you know you live in a mansion. You don't mm-hmm. live in the sewers. You're you're not ostracized. You're just kind of like you know kinda, you're pampered. neat idea. Pampered school kids, you know, it was a wake up call for the for the the new for the whole mutants um, yeah. sort of era. So it, I think it would be a cool story.
1: Yeah. So X Men Mutant Massacre. I actually have there's an omnibus of it from Marvel. It's oh, got cool. all 32 issues of it. Uncanny X Men Annuals, Power Packs, Daredevil, Fantastic Four versus the X Men, X Men versus the Avengers. It's a pretty uh um pretty big um, crossover, which I didn't yeah, realize. And-
0: and I think that um, that uh, the, I think I don't know if they have ever collected it, but just the introduction of the Morlocks that happened like about the year before the mutant massacre. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was that was really good as well. And it was like Storm winning the uh, Storm fighting Callisto. Storm had lost her powers and she fought Callisto and uh, she became the uh, new uh Leader of the of the Morlocks and things like that. Like you had you had Caliban um, befriending Kitty, and he kind of broke into the the uh, um, mansion. He was like, you know, every, everybody knows Caliban now because he was in Logan and, and stuff. But that's where Caliban came from, and yeah. all that cool stuff. So a lot of cool, cool characters. Yeah.
2: Nice. All nice. right. Thank if, you. If, oh, if wait. people bitch about tie-ins these days, Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah.
1: That was this a thirty-two is, issue event. Yeah, this
0: is and it's yeah. ooh. Right. it's the first one. Yeah. But it was the first one and I think it was it was I think it actually tied in it, it kept a hold of the stuff. Yeah, there was a power pack tie into mm. it. There was a Thor tie into it. But I also think that there are it, it did keep it pretty tightly and it, it kept kept the theme going. It didn't feel as bloated, you know. And it was crossing over into the real series rather than just doing five mini series. You know what I mean? So it's oh, like yeah. this issue of Thor. It wasn't Thor Mutant Massacre number one. It was Thor number I don't know three sixty two, yeah, Yeah, something like that. So, um, but, so um, I kind of I, I like that a little bit better, even though it does go into Peter David's thing where he hated having to like stop his the momentum of his story to kind of like have to have the latest tie in.
2: Well, he he didn't stop doing that. He ended up like getting pissed during what was it house of m and then also civil war when he was writing x factor x factor yeah but um, before we jump into the books uh real quick i was wondering if either of you had a chance to watch the first episodes or if any of doom patrol or umbrella academy yes because i watched umbrella academy but i haven't had a chance to watch doom patrol yet
1: okay mark do you have an answer to that question
0: I watched the first episode of um, Umbrella Academy. All
1: right, so let's start with that one. That's all three of us. So, yes. Umbrella Academy, for anyone who doesn't know, is a, a series of miniseries. The third one is coming out now in issues uh, by Gerard Way and Gabriel Ba. And uh, I had poo pooed it uh, when it first was coming out because I was like, oh, Gerard Way, isn't he the guy from that sad band? And um, it's a great band. My Chemical Romance. Yeah. Stop I have it. since. I like them. I have since. <laughs> appreciated them, but at the time I was into harder stuff and so I was like, oh, bugue, sad boy, and uh, so I sort of poo-pooed it a little bit and after it came out in the trade paperback, I eventually went alright, let me give this a shot, and I absolutely loved it I think, I think Umbrella Academy is a really fun, uh, if uneven, um, trade paperback that everyone should check out but yeah, so now we've got a series that just hit Netflix, I want to say it's six episodes, uh, ten Oh, is it 10? Yeah. Oh, even better. Uh, Because that's the perfect Netflix season amount.
2: 13 is, there's always like two to three filler episodes that don't matter. I could cut this, yeah. But sometimes six and eight just doesn't feel enough.
1: And so it's uh, Ellen Page is back. I haven't seen her in a while. And, uh, oh, Sheehan. What is his name? Robert Sheehan. Robert Sheehan from Misfits. Yeah. Love that kid. So he's in it. I was excited about that. So, yeah, I watched the first two episodes. I only watched the first one. I think uh it's a little slow but I'm not bored. I think it's interesting enough to keep me going. Yeah. Um Mark, what are you thinking?
0: Um I I think it's really good use of uh a lot of the music. Um it mm. it really incorporated music really well. Um almost to like genius level to some of the stuff. Yeah, it's a little on the nose with some of the scenes, but it's still kind of uh it just it's got that retro vibe a little bit it's using a lot of 80s uh 80s pop songs um which you know i have a i have a soft spot for um but at the same time um i think it's uh, it's the right amount of hokey Mm-hmm. versus superhero-y stuff, um, they, it definitely doesn't shy away from getting bloody um, or, like, kind of shocking. So, yeah, I definitely am going to be watching more, but I have only seen the first episode. But I think it was well done.
2: Yeah, um, I'm pretty much in agreement with both of you. The, um, it is a little slow, but it's slow in the same way that, like, a Wes Anderson movie is slow.
0: Yeah, um, it's, yeah, definitely Wes Anderson. I mean, that seems to be, like, the, the big, like, influence here. It's, it's like Wes
2: Anderson's of, uh, X-Men. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I think we've all seen that uh, that YouTube yeah. uh, short about the if, what if Wes Anderson did the X Men. I think I somebody saw that. that. Somebody saw. I'm sure somebody saw that and just said, "Hey, like, look, we've got the the Umbrella Academy, also the Doom Patrol, which I haven't seen yet, but um, it, I, that seems very much like a Wes Anderson sort of sort yeah. of hodgepodge of characters as well."
1: That one I also watched. I caught up on Titans, mm. the show that I was. Certain I was going to hate just from the trailer, mm-hmm. and I am flabbergasted at how much I enjoy that show. Are
2: you serious? It has problems. Okay,
1: but and I was in the shower the other day doing my—I was thinking my thoughts, and it occurred to me that you know uh, people are still going back and forth about Man of Steel and, and Batman versus Superman in the Zack Snyder verse, mm-hmm. and it's not that I dislike Zack Snyder or that. Uh, he doesn't have a place, right? It's that I don't think he was appropriate for the Man of Steel, for Superman, the character. But I'm watching Titans, going, oh, so this is a Dart. This is a Zack Snyder version of the Titans. And this, this. Once I got used to it, I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. I'm enjoying it. Um, it surprised me a couple of times along the way. There was a nice intro to the Doom Patrol. Yeah. So, and then I'm really, honestly, I think my favorite bits are the Hawk and Dove. The two characters I care about the least, besides Beast Boy, uh, and they're the two strongest episodes I think are the two Hawk and Dove centric bits.
2: Yeah, it was like episode three and eight or something, yeah, like, something that. like that. Um, I watched all of Titans. Uh huh. I don't know why I kept watching it. Okay. But I kept watching it. It it was. Um, I'm not a prude. I enjoy violence. Yes. It was
1: trying too hard. All the time. Yeah,
2: it needed to chill out. Like every time these, they dropped
1: the f bomb, I was like, "You didn't." Right. I don't curse
2: that much in my life. And yeah. I'm yeah, fucking vulgar as shit. Yeah, it, it it was it was trying too hard to be something when really it just needed to be itself. Yeah, and that's yeah. Uh, every time that it, it gained momentum, it would do something kind of stupid or mm. super edgy. And it's like, mm. it's not 1994 anymore. Just fucking chill out.
1: Yeah, it's not the fact that they were saying fuck. It's that it every was, time they did it, it felt like they were going, we're going to say
2: fuck. It was wildly out of place. Yeah, I, like yeah. I, And that's, that. like, tone is almost more important. It's just as important to me as, like, the mechanics. The story itself was fun. Yeah. And I really, really dug it, and I watched all of it. But it was just like, I kept having to, like, put my hand to my brow and, like, oh, come on. Yeah. Just come on. I had the same
1: reaction to it. Because we, we, we use words like that in, in conversation all the time. Um, but, yeah, every time they did it, I was like, oh, all right. I just felt how to play, and, and, and
2: at the same time, I was watching Young Justice on your recommendation. I was just like, "This is literally the same story, or like the same versions of these stories, mm-hmm. but it's done better because they can't like lean back on, like, how fucking cool I am." God damn yeah. it! Fuck! 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 Yeah, like chill out. Every just time, chill every out.
1: time they did it, it felt like Zack Snyder's Watchmen. <sighs> you know what I mean? But um, but the yeah, Doom Patrol I episode it, loved but it. Doom Patrol, the episode <coughs> I thought wasn't great, but then this uh, first Was it good? Episode of the show I thought was fantastic. I thought it was really fun. And I love that they recast the Doctor. Chief? Chief. Yeah, the Chief. Um to Timothy Dalton. Much much better actor than the the which, first guy.
2: Which of the two would you do you, are you more excited to see the second episode the next episode? Umbrella Academy or Doom Patrol? Oh. They're very similar thematically know. and they're they both, both dropped on the same day.
1: They're both crazy X Men. Yeah. Aren't they? Kooky X Men. Um I don't know. Probably, you know what, probably just because it's a much better show, Umbrella Academy. But I'm almost as equally interested in seeing Doom Patrol. Cool. Because I, I don't know where it's going. I don't know much about the characters. Whereas Umbrella Academy, I've read it. I know what they're going to do. Yeah. With Doom Patrol, I'm not as familiar with them, so I'm a little more curious. Plus, I love Alan Tudyk.
2: Oh, that's right. He's the bad guy. Yeah. In it. Yeah. All right, I'm I'm excited to see the the first episode. I just haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Okay, but uh, I we I we, don't
0: we, have the DC thing, so I'm not going to be doing the like, Doom, Doom Patrol thing. I just can't get it. I, I just can't. I can't justify getting it.
1: Oh, right I get now. it. I I put it on, you know, because it's a business expense. Yeah. For my store, because uh, I got to keep up with all this shit. So, yep. um, but also, honestly. A lot of people don't like the app. They think it's bullshit. But for me, I really do like the app. It's got episodes on there. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, okay. It's got episodes on there I've never seen. It's got, mm-hmm. like, I'm catching up on Static Shock, nice. the cartoon uh, series from 20 years ago I've never seen. Plus, Reign of the Superman just dropped on it, so I watched that and I loved it. Um, stuff like that. I get to catch up on all these things that I either haven't seen or haven't seen in a long time and don't want to go buy the DVD for. And then these new shows, which... Uh, aren't perfect, but are, I would say at least CW or better.
2: So we've had it what for almost six months now Mm -hmm. came out in October, a little under six months, like four months, five months. Um, I am just now starting to feel like it's a worth it purchase with all this new material and stuff. I still think the actual functionality of the application is fucking garbage. It's, it's bullshit. It's awful. I Ever, can't search anything. Cell... I can't look for anything. Yeah. it's They either tell me what I want to watch or I don't get to see anything. It's uh-huh. fucking awful. I hate it no so There's no search menu? There's a search menu, but there's no, like, view all or browse all, and it depends on what you're using. So yeah. on the phone, it's easier to, to – um, to manipulate than on like the Apple TV than on the Fire Stick it's just it's shit. Even just be- the UI that, is garbage. Even before
1: getting to that, I'm on the Fire Stick and so I sit down. I turn on the television. I go to the DC app in my menu. I click it. It goes black. I back out of it. It says, "Are you sure you want to back out?" I go yes. I back out of it to the regular menu. I click the DC app again, and that's when it loads.
2: It's it's not a very great application. They, yeah. They it's it's a year too soon. They were trying to beat Disney, and it's yeah, just sh- yeah. it's a year too soon. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm kind of amazed at how quickly they put out this other show. Like Titans just happened with mm-hmm. one episode of Doom Patrol in it, and now we have a season. Yeah, of Doom they're Patrol. filming
2: Swamp Thing now. Crazy. And it's going to be able to drop like by the time this is all done. But see, I'm curious yeah, about I that mean,
0: too. Maybe when, uh, maybe when they. Decide to, or maybe after a year or so, when they have all of this backed up, I, I might pop yeah. in for like a free would, month trial. or something. I would something. say wait for that. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I'm just not. I don't have to see. I still haven't seen all of the Netflix stuff. Although now I kind of want to. I kind of want to watch as much as I can because I figured it's going to be off that channel pretty soon with the cancellation of Jessica Jones and uh yeah, It's all shows. gone now. Yeah, I can't so say I was
2: surprised, but still oh, disappointed. No, yeah. Well, I, I think I think the it's going to be on Netflix for a good two, at least two years, two or three years before it can move off to an, like that was part That's of the part deal. Of the deal. Yeah. You think, okay,
0: yeah. good. Yeah. yeah they got was, two
1: years before they're allowed to use those characters. Yeah. So I've like, I've seen, I've seen yeah. about
0: half of those, uh, half of, those shows um i still need to catch up on punisher daredevil season three which i hear those Ooh, three awesome. seasons are the best of yeah. all of them so so i'm kind of yeah i'm kind of behind i don't think i'm going to end up watching the second season of luke cage i i mean i watched i watched the first season the uh, first season of luke cage i liked it i watched the first episode it was okay um yeah. iron fist i watched all the way like both seasons and it's just i still have that bad taste in my mouth so i'm just like kind of blah. but um daredevil is great i I mean i really think that that's the cream of the crop there and for sure if they if they would make a movie um with that cast with that uh like you know that theme and everything with just daredevil i mean it gets a little hokey once they're adding everybody and everybody's fighting in an alley but i would love to see that that actor like team up with uh, like a, like to, with Tom Holland uh, mm-hmm. to fight uh, to fight uh, the kingpin yeah. in like a Spider-Man movie that well, would
2: be awesome. 100%. I going to say, do they have free reign Because it's the shared universe. Do they have free reign to use those characters in movies? Well, apparently,
1: I don't have an answer for that. What I do know is that for the. Um, the the movie that just hit the the Avengers the most recent Avengers yeah, yeah there was a version where they were included they were thinking about including the the Marvel Netflix characters but
2: wasn't it scheduling more than it?
1: so I'm not sure I, th- I, I think they didn't want to over overdo it
2: from what I understood too like the one for the first in, for the first one it was scheduling it's like mm-hmm. we're doing twelve months of principal photography on a movie and they're all doing. Three to four months each, doing yeah. a season of their TV show, and it just was too much. Murder. I believe it. Yeah. I, I just,
1: I just um, uh, before we get to the show, I just want to say that I, I think that they should have done at least one two-hour movie for the Defenders, Defenders Two, just so that we could have a fine, like a final send-off for those characters on that platform. Because mm. I do feel like Netflix Marvel is an era, and it's like oh, yeah. now that's that era is over, and it just sort of like it just sort of ended.
2: Yeah, Jeff Loeb um, did like a you know uh, a, le- a letter. Yeah. On his blog to everybody. And it, I didn't realize it was th- 13 seasons and 160 episodes across the four, the five characters. What? Yeah. How is it 13? Three seasons, three seasons, three seasons. <laughs> three seasons, three seasons, two seasons, two seasons, two seasons. Holy shit, Defenders. I guess you're right. Holy shit. Yeah, 13 seasons, 160 episodes. And it's only been since, like, 2013, 2014. That's amazing.
1: 2014. Yeah. It's insane. It's got ups and downs, but I, I think overall was a success. It's, yeah,
2: it's one giant opus and yeah. I'm telling you Iron Fist season 2 was actually really I'm gonna good. I'm going to do it. I'll do it eventually. It was really good.
1: But I just I just <laughs> I just got into um Legion.
2: Oh, you know what? Ugh. I'm going to I'm going to be there someday. Okay.
1: Especially now cuz it's over. All right. Age of X-Man. Next Gen number 1 by Ed Brisson and art by Marcus Toe. The Summers Institute for Higher Learning houses the next generation of young minds, placing each student on a 10-year track in one of four primary disciplines, law enforcement, agriculture, medicine, and history. Glob, Armor, Anole, Pixie, Rockslide, and Sharker are a group of friends who follow the rules, as all good students should. So we have been talking about Age of X-Men. We're now on our third or fourth episode. Third episode?
2: Issue? S- two minis, the second of the miniseries. But then we also talked about the Elf issue. So this is the third issue, but only second miniseries.
1: And we are still treading water, I would say. Would you agree, Mark?
0: Yeah. I enjoyed much. this one more. but This was better. This yeah. was better. I like Glob. That's about the only one of these new X-Men that I kind of like. Um Anole or whatever. Anole? I, it, I don't even... Such an annoying character. We I don't um, even
1: know which one Anole is. Anole... He, guy.
0: I, yeah. He's the green guy. looks like he's got an asparagus on his head or a, or a Brussels sprout on his head. Oh, yeah. He's. I think he's supposed to be like, I don't know, he's supposed to have some type of plant power, but he really... I, the problem with all these characters is you just don't even see their... their it's or... almost like they're... they're their powers aren't really in action. They're just kind of running around doing stuff, and like, you never see armor really armor up. I guess she does here in a little little bit of it, but it's never used in a fun practical way. All I ever see of Rockslide is just sort of like a guy who just sort of is sitting down eating in a cafeteria.
2: What was their series? They were they were um Generation Next or yeah,
0: or something like that. Something
2: like that. Yeah. Um, weren't,
1: weren't they new mutants or something? Or? It was like four
2: different titles. Yeah, who knows? They, they kept yeah. It was always, they are the perpetual second class
1: yeah. or, or third yeah. or fourth class. And I've never cared about them. Although I, I just like looking at Glob. Yeah, he was, I know. he's a, he's a glob is Morrison the only, special. Mm-hmm.
0: Right? He is the only one that really kind of stands out in this group. Like They keep on trying to force armor on us, and it, it's like she's been around since, I think, since... Well, after Morrison, Morrison Joss Whedon created I, I don't, her Joss Whedon, Whedon created yeah. her yeah so maybe they're they're just trying to do like keep that going um Pixie I never really gave a shit about uh, Shark Girl yeah. whatever um you oh, know come on, like, you
1: don't like Shark Girl
0: ugh why
1: <laughs> why not she's just, just a shark <laughs> she's
0: just a girl with a shark head that's just,
1: I think that's great so,
0: so. <laughs> How does that power manifest? Let's just really I, go. Let's really dive deep. Wait, into hang, the on, Shark hang on, Bef- hang on. Before
2: we get too far into the minutiae and or the anatomy of Shark Girl, uh-huh. uh, which is a sentence I don't think I've ever <laughs> thought I'd <laughs> say. <Yeah. laughs> um, I really, I think I liked this issue more than you guys might have. Separately from all of the event that's happening, I was into this story. It's a solid mystery. I'm wondering what's going on. Glob is weird. But as a protagonist, he's compelling. Yeah. This is ten times better than this stuff that's been happening thus oh. far. Oh, no, I agree with you yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm, I want to um, know what's going on next. And this, the there's, like, three mysteries that are set up, and all of them are interesting. Like, what the hell is going on with Glob? Mm-hmm. Um, and then also Anol and his buddy, Bling? Buddy. bling? bling. Oh, bling. bling, yes, you're right. What's happening between the two of them? There's, like some weird thing where one gets arrested, one doesn't. They're both there, and they're hiding what they're doing.
0: They're, they've been mind-wiped mind before.
1: Well, I think what they're doing is Are they're they in a part relationship? Of, well, first of it all, yes, be. I think they're in a relationship. Nice. But they may also be part of that um, underground mutant cabal of people who kind of know that something's wrong.
2: I think this is— uh, Well, I didn't think the that. Resistance? I, I thought this was like another um, Jean Grey and Bishop situation.
1: Oh, it might be. It might be. I, 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 Either way, I'm I thought it was a little this. deeper than that. I thought it was like they were part of the
0: resistance. A little Maybe. Bit. But, Two things. Yeah. Um, before we go into Shark Girl, um, <laughs> why why does Sunfire wear his mask when no one else does <laughs> in the whole entire school? Um, it, I would. He's the all only the time. one wearing a mask. He, it is a cool mask. I <laughs> don't get me wrong. but I also liked his uh, Age of Apocalypse uh, redone uh, when they, they kind of gave him like a. Like a nuclear man sort of look a little mm. bit. Remember that? Remember his redesign? This is his
2: uh, these are his um his professional attire.
0: Is it ceremonial garb yeah. to wear a big fin mask, well, red yeah, dragon? Yeah. Mask? I
1: think I think he's Japanese, right? Yeah, but so I, you I don't see Japanese his...
0: people. Mm-hmm. That is not part of Japanese culture. Come on, oh,
1: no, it's the formality of it is what I'm saying.
2: Maybe that's his uh, his
0: colors, his
1: yeah, I just thought it was like the formality of of his culture. Maybe but,
0: burns nose off at some point. I don't maybe. know. But uh, how would we know who he is? <laughs> I know, but how do we know it's Psylocke? We we know it's Psylocke because when she walked in the room, she said, "Hi, my name's Psylocke," and you could do the exact same thing with Shiro yeah. Um But uh, the other thing is, do the X Men? Is that all they do? Are they just firefighters now?
2: Well, yeah, yeah they're they're just first responders.
0: They just they just fight fires. They're, so they they they're not really fires, not really. Yeah, that's I know, but all they've done, all they've done so far, is fight fires.
1: Well, right, but that's the point, right? That's that's because of this new X men alt- alternate universe where everything's perfect, everyone's a mutant, and so all they really have to do is nothing. Yeah, yeah, right. I think that's part of the point is that it's a utopia, quote unquote, um, a utopia that's being held together by fascism. Yeah. Um, un- maybe maybe I wouldn't even say it's underhanded. I think it's pretty obvious. It's like sort of a fascism, but yeah, yeah it's just there's nothing to do, which makes for really boring books. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> at least yes.
1: At least this many books, right? Yeah. If we weren't on the third or fourth issue of this so far, I have less of a problem with it. But we have so many miniseries that have to start with a number one to get us moving. It's, it's issue mm-hmm.
2: three of thirty-two. Yeah. So yeah. we only have like. 28 more to go 29 more to go so mm. that's not so bad <laughs> but i will agree that this is the one i've enjoyed the most
0: so far. absolutely yeah but i, I just think sure. i like teens, are we gonna
2: are high we, school are we committing to reading at least the first issue of all of these
0: no we're reading them all
1: oh we're reading every single I one every of them every single fucking one of them <laughs> we had an email that was giving a shit for only doing number one so fuck you guys now you gotta listen to <laughs> every every episode
0: yes yeah, be careful every what issue. you wish for yeah yeah, I, I don't know. I I, I just think I, I mean, I, I and I think it's pretty obvious some of the answers to these mysteries. Uh, mm-hmm. The glob things, glob knows, glob knows what's going on for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe it's because he has see-through skin and no penis. Well, the, um,
2: the psychics, the psychics couldn't see inside of his head, so maybe he just can't.
0: Yeah, he's yeah be can't manipulated. Be manipulated. What uh, I mean, why doesn't he have a penis?
2: Maybe he can form it. Yeah, maybe.
0: maybe. I don't know, but you can see his digestive system, and his eyeballs.
2: Maybe he just doesn't have sex organs.
0: Yeah. Part of his mutation. I like it that Blob's back, and I like he's got a cool ass outfit where he's like he doesn't give a fuck. He's just like you know he's he's got his 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 jacket unzipped, his belly's all hanging out. Mm
1: -hmm. He's got a handlebar mustache.
0: Yeah, (laughs) which I can totally see the Blob having that.
1: 1978 Blob. I've had that mustache at one point.
0: Very blob esque, but it's very cool. It's I like.
2: I like his chain. I think I like his chain more than anything else.
0: Yeah, I mean, you haven't seen the blob in a while, so it's 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 nice to see him. Hey guys, I'd like to see the blob or glob.
1: Oh yeah, like a team up book, blob on glob. Yeah. Yeah. The glob blob. Uh, who's? I'll Madison tell you a team up
0: book I want to see here, but it, it comes up in another book coming up. But anyway.
1: Who's Madison Jeffries?
0: That's Mad- Madrox. Oh, is
1: that Matt? No, what? Madrox? Oh, wait, no,
0: Madison Jeff-, Jeff. Madison Jeffries is Box from from Alpha Flight.
1: Oh, okay. Thank you. He's yeah. teaching the history department.
0: Yeah. Oh, I-, I read that as Madrox. Why did I read that as Madrox? But yeah, it is Madison Jeffries. Yeah, he's Box. He used to be. Uh, he didn't yeah. look like that though. He was a skinny guy with, or you know, he was a kind of a chubby guy with no legs.
2: Well, this is a perfect world. Yeah.
0: I guess. Where but... body fat is.
2: Cool. your mutation and nothing
0: else shark girl i mean i mean oh God. Why, <laughs> why do you just take an animal's head and just put it on a woman on a woman's body why i don't because science yeah. i get it i get it it's a mutation but it's like what are her powers you don't know she's because she's, she's got a shark head but does that mean she breathes underwater i see she has gills but she also is breathing air. Like, does she have powers? That, that's the thing with this. Like, I don't know what Glob's power is. I well, just that's, see that's that he's the, see-through.
1: Yeah, that's the thing I do miss about certain uh, X-Men books and Avengers books back in the day. When any team book, really. You would have a page with, here's the character, here's their powers, here's their name. Done. So you can or what they're
0: incorporated it. in the story. It's like yeah. them doing something. In here, they're just they're going to okay. class, they're they're talking between classes, they're meeting after class. And it's it just feels so inactive. Uh, well it sure I,
1: is, yeah. No, we definitely need one of those pages that tells you uh who and what they do.
0: Yeah.
1: Um like in Avengers No Road Home, number one. Um, oh, exactly. uh, The writers are Mark Wade, Al Ewing, and Jim Zub, and the penciler is Paco Medina, with inks by Juan Velasco. Yeah,
2: Mark Wade kid.
1: And uh, so, last year, or maybe two years ago, there was Avengers No Surrender. It was last year. No surrender. Was actually
2: might have been earlier this year.
1: No. Yes. It's 2019.
2: I mean, it might we're have been 2018. Sorry. Okay. It was early
1: 2018. Uh, so, yeah, Avengers No Surrender. I was really into it. I thought it was uh, kind of a fun thing. I didn't know who that uh, – you know, they introduced a forgotten original Avenger whose name was – Voyager. Voyager. And I was like, ooh, I like this. It kind of reminded me of Sentry, but potentially even more interesting. Uh, it turned out not to be because once they were like, oh, this is Contest of Champions – or Secret Wars. It was like, we're just gonna fight each other to get to thing to get to MacGuffins. I was like, Oh, I don't care about this anymore. So I dropped off of that. Did anyone finish No Surrender? Uh I
2: it was a sixteen issue sh- series and I got to issue
1: ten, I think. That's about yep, probably about as far as I got. Because yeah. I tried. It was like it was
2: pieces of it were fun, but then it was yeah. just it was a lot of repetition.
1: Yeah, for sure. So here we are with No Road Home. And I was like, I'm gonna be as interested in this as I was in the other thing, but I'm interested in this first issue. I thought this was a good first issue. I agree, Mark.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, this is this is fantastic. I love, I love. I as much as I as much as I like the A list characters in the Avengers, there is a whole other gaggle of interesting characters that would be that are a lot of fun when they when they get together um yes hercules is just an awesome character for me i know a lot of people don't like him because he's just like thor without the angst um but uh there's something about him that he's always it always makes me smile when i see hercules and then seeing like hawkeye and scarlet witch and the vision together you see the original well not the original captain marvel but my captain marvel (laughs) uh spectrum uh who i you know what i think they could do that, that could really like make the character stand out a little bit more and actually make her into her own really kind of elevate her as sort of like a not just some weird character who changes her name every couple of years because she was photon like two years ago now she's spectrum but um just make her captain spectrum or captain photon um, and I think that that would make her just comic booky enough to kind of make mm-hmm. her like something different and unique. I think I mean, do you guys do, what do you think?
1: I don't think she needs a captain in front of her name. I um I do agree that just kept just keep her as Photon. There's no if you change this character's name too much it be, I
2: she's already had like five names. I yeah. for
1: one yeah. whenever cuz she's come up recently in conversations about Captain Marvel and
2: yeah. then
1: so we you know she comes up there's a Monica Rambeau and she was a Captain Marvel for a certain period of time and now cool. her name is like Photon or or something else. I don't remember what her name is anymore. Uh, so yeah, I literally lost track of what her new name is until this episode where I was like, oh, Spectrum. That's her new name. Cool.
0: I, I get that, but is Spectrum really a dynamic name? No, oh. no. They should have kept it as like- Photon. Yeah. And Photon isn't a huge dynamic game, but it's okay. Uh, I mean, there are definitely, uh, I think there's something to be said just about just the right name and, and the right mm-hmm. level of dynasism that I think could be just, you know, you just pepper up some, some certain aspects and the character that has been there all this time could really be interesting. And I, yeah. there, are really are missing out on a chance to to make Monica Rambeau really one of the better like characters in the Mar- mm-hmm. uh, Marvel universe, I think. Um, But what I really noticed in this was that I really want to see a Hulk and Hawkeye team up.
1: But, oh yeah i love their interaction in this yeah that was they
0: nice. are it is perfect in this i loved it i love it that he first like he's like "No, nah, we don't need an arrow guy in this one you know this is yeah. the big guns and then he's like no you know what maybe let's bring you along yeah, yeah. it's like there's that sadistic part of the hulk that kind of is like yeah i'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking fuck with you for a while because you fucked with me and you know i i just love that and um
1: the the quiet menace of his gigantic <laughs> hand just resting on his shoulder, yeah. but his thumb – his hand is so big that his thumb could just – you could you could just feel the power yeah. in it. It could just literally pop through his, yeah. his sternum.
0: Exactly. Oh. You, you could pop his head off like a dandelion. Yeah. Also, <laughs> the
1: stone's
2: on Barton. Yeah. Or else yep. What? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you don't say that to somebody that's straddling, that's palming you, Oh, so yeah. your entire I body. I don't
1: read that as stones because he's stuttering. He goes, yeah, or what? Oh, and I thought he was acting, asking no. a legitimate question. I mm, or you I, thought I, he was being I, I, stony? I, so I
2: read it as the first, the, the stuttered yeah is, like, swallowing it. Yeah. And then it's so, being Barton and saying, or
1: what? Or what, yeah. I see. Yeah. Sort of stealing himself against yeah. it and being, yeah. yeah. Well, Which, I also kind of like that, though, summoning yeah. the courage to stand up to the Hulk. That's a nice little moment
0: well and and I really think that um this issue does exactly what this last issue we were talking about doesn't do in that it it introduces our characters while they're doing something and they're 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 using their powers um you know the vision you know what I mean, yes, we've seen the po we've seen uh we've seen him in the movies, um but still it's nice that they show him, so they show rocket trying to steal parts from him and he phases through him, you know or Hawkeye eating um, lunch. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I get that, but no, you don't, don't really it. need a Hawkeye because he's the bow and arrow guy. You know, right. I don't need to see him like, like throw an arrow, do an arrow, but he does get the arrowheads at lunch. So, and then like when Voyager shows up, she said, uh, she goes like, and it's a simple throwaway dialogue line, but at least it catches you up. It's like, you're, you have powers to alter probability and reality. We need you for this mission, you know, It things like that that's just makes it so that it establishes the character this is a getting the team together issue but it's a it's interesting all the way through and i think it's because because of the history of all of these characters as well as just like really good characterization mm-hmm. and um, and use of their like Exam, examples of their powers.
1: Yeah, no, I 100% agree. I yeah, think this was a really first issue. Really good first issue. It's got a cl- killer
2: cliffhanger, too. Uh, essentially, it's it seems as though it's going to be just like how that was the Contest of Champions that eventually became the Contest of Champions. This seems as though it's going to be um, very Greek mythology-based, which we yeah. don't... Yeah get to all that much in the Marvel universe at least not in the last 20 30 years. No, yeah. So this could be fun and I actually think this is the angle that they're going to use in order to introduce Conan to it. Because it's oh, going to it's going to potentially be a lot of sword and sandal kind of stuff. That's a good point. Maybe.
0: Yeah. Uh, did you notice that one of the guys yeah. got cannibal holocausted?
1: <laughs> oh who?
0: What? Who did? On a, well, it's not completely cannibal holocausted, but it might as well be. Like um, on a
1: pole somewhere. Oh, oh, I see. He's tied to a pole.
0: <laughs> He's tied to a pole, but it very well could be right up his ass, yeah. coming out of the top of his head. Nice <laughs> like
2: you, you verbed that.
1: Yeah, they got cannibal All holocausted. Insane. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, and this this last panel where we've got, um, oh, what is her name? Nix. Nix. And she's got her hand phased through Wanda's oh, that's face. So
2: good. Yeah, that's brutal. Really, cool. really yeah. brutal. It is a killer. It, it's a it's a cl- killer cliffhanger, and it's it's also like, and I don't, I don't it's just it's creepy.
1: Yeah, it's well, Paco Medina like drew the shit out of this yeah. book.
0: The way she's drawn, she looks like uh, like those Greek like. Statues. Like a statue, looks, yeah, yeah a statue. Yeah. You know, some very regal, very, very cool looking. Um, and I, I think that this is cool. It's going to establish like you know some of the, the uh, Olympic pa- Pantheon, um, which which has like, everything to do with Hercules. Um, I love this little moment where he's talking to. I think that's Aphrodite that's dying, right?
2: His sister, his half sister. I, I, yeah. I, I I admittedly. Oh, Athena. My, a, I, I, I thought it was Athena. My knowledge yeah. of the. Hierarchy is, is very very weak. Same. Well,
0: he's a demigod. He's not really a god. No, I know I know that's... his
2: origin. I'm talking about like the names of everybody.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. But there. I got nothing. Yeah, but he was he was born of god and mortal, and like Athena was born from gods, and and it's like uh, it just feels like it, it's cool that he's always looked down on because of his mixed kind of race.
1: Even uh, while heritage. she's dying, she yeah, throws I, him yeah. shade. I was like, "Yo, what? Your dying yeah. words are to give him shit? Yeah, <laughs> Damn! All right."
0: Yeah, that was not good. But um, I mean, it was very cold. But yeah. uh, I think, yeah, I, I, I never, I don't know. With, including Scarlet Witch, I, I liked it. I like her as a character. I like it that we have the Vision and her there. So maybe we'll get some cool, like you know like I don't know, maybe some sexual tension there, even though I had no idea she was going out with uh, brother Voodoo.
1: Yeah. I didn't know it that looks either. Like
0: she is. Uh but anyway, I I I I always find her powers to be so annoying.
1: Well because they're they're whatever the writer needs.
0: You yeah.
2: Mean kind of like Nate Gray.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, you've totally. got it's these just...
2: you got these overpowerful characters and that they they become their own problem. Yeah. I really
0: yes. I really think it would be good just to kind of simplify her powers somehow. Um, just in a smart way and i think these guys could probably do it it's jim zub and and uh, al it's it's al Ewing, king al Ewing, jim and zub and, and, mark wade. and mark wade i think if they put their heads mark I, I think if they put their heads together any one of them could come up with a way to kind of make her power, like just power her down a little bit just to make her a little bit more, uh, understandable and, and also just human because now she's just kind of like the, she's the catch all, you know, she, she can do whatever she wants to. And this is kind of the same way in the movies. I was watching, uh, that fight, um, between vision, her and, uh, the, uh, you know, the black 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 hand. Yeah. Or the black order. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, she, uh, she flies, she kind of, uh, (laughs) It, it's almost like she has telekinesis, but then it's she can also make it into I don't know. It's just a weird what she does. You know? So
2: like, I um, we mentioned this is this is a sequel to that previous miniseries from last year. It was weekly and it was sixteen issues. Mm-hmm. I, I this is also weekly. I wanted to know how many it was, and it's ten. Ah, better. Which is almost perfect because yeah. that's kind of when I started to lose steam. Like I read yeah. ten issues yeah. of this,
0: and it's not going that anywhere. That sounds manageable. So we're gonna we're gonna cover this all the way through. Well, if
1: we're, I'd we I'd be willing re- to. if You guys in the game? Yeah. Have,
0: yeah if keep, you know, I'll tell
1: you, no, I think has a lot of potential, okay. but we haven't really gotten much out of yet. Is this Voyager character, the woman yeah. who was the daughter of the Grandmaster? Yeah, yeah. 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 There, yeah. There's something about her design that's got a classic '60s vibe to it. Mm -hmm. um she's got like weird floaties on her shoulders like old sci-fi it feels like 60s x-men almost yeah yeah she's got a V on her belt she's got the she's I just blue skin and the scarf I just there's something about her look that I really like and I'd like to see more of her
0: (laughs) yeah yeah and I also I really like the blue marvel um I think that he is a a really cool character that um I'd love to see him be highlighted a little bit more and apparently he's uh him and uh Monica Rambeau are an item too, I guess. Yeah, I didn't know that. I I, I didn't know that either. But um, the last time I saw Spectrum or Monica Rambeau, she was changing and she was like feeling like she could not get back into her human form once she's in these energy states do you remember that i think this was back when it was the ultimates Mm -hmm. i don't know if they ever resolved that i didn't follow that series very closely so i don't know how that was resolved. but it seems like she still has these kind of weird um these energy powers yeah um almost like she takes on a different personality once she becomes each of these like like uh Types of energy, uh, almost, which is kind of kind of interesting. It's
1: almost like she's able to access a spectrum of different. Oh, I see what you did there. Is she well, is she inside of Vision
2: the whole time? She's
0: kind of kind of straddling him in that she's one scene. She's,
1: she's very intimate with well, him. She's in, yeah. She's she's
2: still in him though, right?
0: Uh, no, she's there. She's Wait. she's there with everybody at the at, when they all go. Like she's on this mission with with them.
2: I don't see her no what? she's not oh that is weird at, is she still inside of the vision they never kind know. of like address her
1: that's right stepping
2: out like uh when she's I, approached I, by voyager she's when he's approached by voyager she's in his eyeball she's still she's inside of him they're fused yeah and then they never really talk about if she I think she's, out
0: i think she's not. there
2: I think she's she's inside of him, right? They're yeah. they're fused right now
1: because they yeah. keep showing him, and he's got the same electrical stuff happening around him that looks like her ability, her energy.
0: Yeah, I'll her bet you you'll find that he's kind of she's kind of uh, hitching a ride. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna keep reading this. I'll, I'll give this a go. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. So this and all the Avengers books. We're, just, we're reading <laughs>
1: we're gonna, all the books. x <laughs> all the Avengers.
2: <laughs> we're going to have a, a separate 10 minutes of the show that's just like recap on what the fuck is going on with Age of x Man.
0: Yeah. And no but road yeah, home. you're right. It, the art in this is so classic and so yeah. good, yeah. especially the Hulk Hulk scenes. And uh-huh. also his version of Rocket Raccoon is really cool too.
1: Yeah. No, Paco Medina is really great. I'm glad he's getting uh, I'm – I'll be curious to see if he's drawing all 10 episodes. Issues.
0: That would be great.
1: Yeah. if he wants. Uh, All right. The Batman Who Laughs, number three of six by uh, Scott Snyder and Jock. I wasn't impressed with the first issue, though I was a little curious. The second issue, I think we all agreed, was way, way better than issue one. And this one, I think, was a step backwards. I wasn't as interested this time around. It was a little chatty. Um, not too much Filler happens. It's, yeah, it feels fillery. Um, Filler. But, uh, I mean, it was fine. It feels uneven to me.
2: I don't – I I still don't really necessarily understand what's going on, (laughs) which is – I guess it's annoying, but it's just that even though this Batman is is slowly being poisoned and and fighting it, I just – I find it weird and or lazy that his plan is to pull a convicted – fell off of his meds to try and find somebody crazier than him to mm-hmm. figure out what to do next. It's just, it feels so strong grabby and not yeah. Batman. Uh, it, it, well,
0: they address that here because like he recognizes the, the kind of psychopathic tone, the sociopathic tone that, that uh, Batman seems to have right now. He just doesn't have any emotions and he recognizes, I mean, I like that scene where he was like, I used to read, I used to read, um, uh cards like hallmark yeah. cards and try to practice um trying to show some type of emotion in my voice because i just could not do it um and he notices that in him so i maybe that's the influence of why he's being so kind of cold-blooded here um it would be an interest it'd be interesting to see if that's what's influencing the tom king stuff as well <laughs> because he's completely off the deep end but i don't think this is yeah, any I don't think anything that ties with anything else no. But uh Sadly.
2: I also yeah. another thing that kind of I, that I liked, but at the end of it, just confused and annoyed me. This whole scene with the with the penguin and the Batman that laughs, kind of ambushing him, um, for, for no real reason, for right? no reason other than to pull from the multiverse the Bruce Wayne that defeats him by opening up a bunch of casinos, casinos and then murdering murderers murders him yeah like uh right in front of him and then walks away. I'm not sure what the fuck the point of this is. Right. I think is the to point send, was it's to, if it's to send Penguin a message of some sorts. Cool.
0: It was. But he says, you know, look into matches Malone. Yeah. Which is uh, like I guess uh, I guess still nobody knows that's Bruce Wayne or that's that's Batman. Right.
2: I it, I'm just having it feels it's, disjointed. It's yeah. I, I, hmm. This feels like aftershocks from, and like the bad kind of aftershocks or 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 ripples in the pond from metal. And I yeah. I just don't care. Well, you're still anytime, talking
1: about
0: the and, dark. Yeah. yeah. Anytime dark metal comes up, I just kind of get a my eyes glaze over. I just have, have no interest in it. Um, like he was talking about, like yeah, we had this we have this deposit a, a huge amount of dark metal under the Bat Cave and somehow maybe that was influencing him all along, I guess?
1: Maybe. What? Uh, Who? I don't know.
0: He said he's – that's what he says, right? Oh, no, yeah, he does. Were, yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's um, big
1: deposits of the dark metal from Dark Knight's metal underneath the Batcave.
2: Yeah. And that's been influencing Bruce uh, – our Bruce –
1: yeah, is this our is Bruce it, though? We still don't know if this is our is Bruce. This could very well be another Bruce.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's our Bruce. I don't know. He's got he's. The, this is the thing. Um, this is this was inevitable that this was going to take this step where he starts to turn mm-hmm. into the Batman who laughs
2: willingly. He'll
0: go yeah. through all next next issue it, the way it's going to plan out because I'm sure this is like a what a five issue series six. Six. Oh, oh, six. okay so t- next issue will be filler of him becoming more and more crazy. And then the next issue after that, he will at the very end, by the mm-hmm. end of that, he'll somehow purge it from his system and he'll be like, Alfred, let's go get our city back. Mm-hmm. And then the last one it'll be all wrapped up in a l- nice little bow by the end of it all.
2: Right now it feels like 20 pounds worth of story points squeezed into a five pound bag and I don't feel like doing the extra homework mm-hmm. to make it yeah. make sense. It's yeah. it like, it's just all concept right now with very... Th- very little connective tissue that's keeping me like hanging on,
1: and I yeah. realize this is stupid of me, but has anyone ever explained how the Batman who laughs or Bruce at the end of this issue sees through the giant metal spiked helmet
0: science comics comics it it looks like that might be a see through plate cool Maybe.
1: all right I'll take it I'll take
0: it it's like it's like uh you know it's like non see through glass I mean
1: this is also. <laughs> This is also
2: in the same vein of like <laughs> tinted, tinted glass, magical metals that <laughs> yeah that you know forge the universe. So oh, I don't God know, I maybe do some it. of them are see through.
1: I don't, I don't. care The last episode was so good though, and yeah. And I don't care about this issue again. I didn't. I was you know, nice I in kinda... love with the
2: last issue that you guys were. Like some, it, this keeps like this keeps rubbing me the wrong way. Yeah.
0: What were you gonna say, Mark? I, I like. I kind of want to follow this Punisher. Uh, Batman. Batman oh, he's cool. He is you know, kind of cool.
2: Gun Batman.
1: <laughs> yeah, what's his Batman. name? Grim Grim Knight. The Grim Knight. He's got a one shot coming up.
2: Is he's cool. He? Yeah. He's so he cool. weird and great. Yeah. I'm going to blow up this plane. Follow me. He's
0: he's like he's uh just cool. He's like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a sharpshooter. He goes, yeah, everybody's a everybody's a, in the top ten, or everybody's a hot shot in here, or, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, he basically
1: I'm sure. says I'm like one of the top ten shooters in the world. And he's like, yeah. oh, top ten, good for you. I guess everyone gets a trophy. Like, he's like, ev- yeah.
0: everyone everyone's a winner on this world. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what, he says, what a great is, line. It's a great line. Yeah, yeah I love that. I mean, he's got um, so many
1: guns. It's so dumb. <laughs> it's like he's it like is. a Todd McFarlane version of Batman. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so but, fun. So uh, the Flash. <laughs> number what number is this? Number 64. The Flash number 64. The Price of Innocence. It's part two uh, following Batman from last week. Uh, this is by Joshua Williamson and somebody else.
2: Rafa Sandoval. Rafa
1: Sandoval. Rafa Sandoval. Sandoval. And so we've got Gotham Girl and she's trying to, I guess, bring back Gotham, her boyfriend. And, uh, I don't know. Flash Wait. and Batman are trying to solve Hang some stuff.
2: Hang on. I was... I, I listened to last week's episode. I was very... The one on. you were on? Yes. I Because okay. we were messing with the mics, so yeah, I, yeah, I listened yeah. to the first half of it. And I listened to us talking about this, the, the first issue of this crossover, uh, Batman number 64. And I sounded very harsh on it. And yes. I, I didn't like it. I, I still stand by that. This was so much better, and it... Took me back to um, Mark's point that the whole first act of that first issue was so goddamn unnecessary. It's just a bad taste in my mouth the whole time through. That this, was the Justice League scene. It was a weird Justice League scene that made no, that that had no place there. It didn't matter. The story didn't start until halfway through the issue, and then it was over. So it was like, why am I doing this?
1: I want to see more of. Was these awesome. Guys.
2: I kind of dug this.
1: Have, is this? I don't remember another time where we've had a, a Barry Allen and. Batman solving a case together. So oh, the button solving a case. Weren't That's they solving? A, they didn't uh, solve any case in the well, button. Well, they were. They went. They went and did a yeah. bunch of reverse flash bullshit, um, which didn't really feel like it had any lasting effect whatsoever. This I like that they're two detectives or mm-hmm. you know, crime solvers, and uh, I, I like them working together on this.
2: I I also like the ramifications to Tom King's run
1: in this, mm-hmm.
2: but yeah. I I wasn't super. Sure, what they're trying to say, and maybe they'll clear it up the next issue. Was vent or is Bane did Bane help create them, or is he just helping manipulate them now? I don't know. They keep it kind of vague because I don't think we know, yeah. Yeah. But I I love that, like, Mm -hmm. that this goes all the way back to the beginning of Tom King's run, and maybe it's an answer in the middle of this event that isn't dealing with it, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of nifty, it's fun, old school comic y.
0: I liked, yeah. I mean, he asked, "Did you help the Robins with their costumes?" And he said, "Alfred did." And then he's like, "Well, somebody helped these guys with their costumes," you know. And he said he didn't really pay attention to that. What uh, and yeah, that suggests somebody else. And and you do get this scene where there's this like character that uh, is in the shadows, and you're not sure who it is. You know, is all you see is his red eyes. So that could very easily be Bane.
2: Also, too, right? the 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 serum that's keeping him alive. That's kind yeah. of in them is based off of Venom, which yeah keeps yeah. Bane. I I, I, yeah. I kind of digged the ramifications more than the execution, but this kept me much more engaged than that first issue did. Yeah, so all we the... can
1: really see about this character who's in the shadow, the aforementioned um, maybe Bane, is he seems like he's got gray skin, he's got some leather straps around his forearms, and he's got red eyes, and it looks like he's either bald or wearing a helmet. So... Yeah. Those are the, only totally only kind of the visual clues we have totally and the venom vain. Oh, and the venom that he's the,
0: venom. Uh, the Well, my, my issue with this book is just, I wanted them just to stop for five seconds and just, just have a conversation where they're actually looking at each other and saying something because mm-hmm. they're, they're doing basically small talk because there's a lot between these guys that aren't, that a lot of secrets between these two guys that we don't know yet. And it's like, he doesn't know about Selena. Um, something's going on with Iris and I didn't really understand that whole thing. Like she tells him, tell him he can go blah, 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 blah. I guess she said he can go to hell, but well, I don't know no. why is he, Iris mad at
1: him. So she of says, tell him he can go. And then you get the flashes muffled because mm-hmm. he's holding mm-hmm. his earpiece on. And it says F M M H M M, which I would assume mean go fuck himself.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think she well isn't because in, in this Wally. universe or other universes isn't she also a reporter? Yeah. Yeah. So it could be for the sanctuary thing altogether. It could be cuz she still blames she technically blames him for Wally. Like it could be yeah. a thousand things and
0: but every time they have this thing where they're almost about to talk up to each other and have a resolution um but instead, it's it's like something happens. There's an explosion, or there's like and something interrupts them. And, oh, well, and he's like, hold on, I'm getting a call, and you know, it's stuff like that. And I get it. It I just think it it was used maybe once too much in this issue.
2: That's a romantic comedy um, trope. You you keep I two leads it. away from kissing. Yeah, as much they're like I it. And then, Yeah,
0: I get it. But this is not going to be. I mean, this is like a four issue, maybe a three issue series. I, think I it's three it's issue four. crossover is it for okay but uh, i don't know i just want those conversations Some conversations like that just let like them kiss I just, just yeah. Just, yeah, just just let them just kiss make
1: out already yeah
0: yeah, yeah. i i definitely
2: um, liked this much better than the first issue and i'm i'm enjoying yeah. it more than nightmares oh, they're, into, yeah. they're
0: they're into the meat of the story now so i yeah. like it much more than just the filler that we got in the last issue to, yeah. to make it so that, like, this... Basically, they, they're making it... This is probably a three-issue uh, book that they're making into a four or five because they want to, to collect to make it the math hurt.
2: To make the math work, too, probably.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Uh, the, yeah, the whole mystery about Sanctuary, like, that they took her to Sanctuary, and I guess it... I don't know, it didn't work out or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. And it, it, it kind of hints that, you know... As good as they work together, that they might actually not uh, come out of this as friendly as they are now.
1: Yeah, Uh, I I like their dynamic here. I like that they're a little contentious towards each other. They're keeping secrets from each other. Well, they're contentious in keeping secrets, but they also respect each other
2: more than... Anyone mm-hmm. else seems to you. yeah,
0: like yeah, and situation. also I, I also like the little fun thing they do is like, oh, what I'm Watson, you know, yeah. or you know, I'm Sherlock <laughs> and you're Watson, you know, stuff like that. No, kind Sherlock. Fun. This,
2: yeah, yeah, this, uh, this kind of banter too is like what felt forced in the Justice League. They actually talk about it in story of, um, you know, the, uh, the Batman being witty with him is. He – the – what, Flash assumes it's him being like – placating him and and Mm -hmm. filling air because of all the tension. And it's just like, oh, that's a story reason for these people to talk like this because that's natural, not just like quip and meh. Yeah,
0: yeah. also, so it's nice. like he he said, where did you even pick up that phrase? And he's like, Damien, which is kind of fun. It's like it's cool that like he learned he learned a swear word from Damien. <laughs> Almost like he learned a swear phrase from Damien, which I'm sure he had heard No Shit Sherlock.
1: Yeah, in No Shit Form. Sherlock is, is, is I would be yeah. surprised if Damien had heard the phrase No Shit Sherlock versus Batman. It's yeah. such an old phrase. It, it doesn't is. seem like someone something that, you know, a kid growing up in the uh, yeah. League of Assassins would you know have access to. But all right, whatever. I would like
0: to do. I would like to uh, do a story about a Sherlock that just takes no crap from anybody, and you just call him No Shit Sherlock.
1: <laughs> the No Shit Sherlock. <laughs>
0: he is the No Shit No Shit Sherlock. I like that.
1: All right, Mark. You got two minutes because you're going to talk to us about Marvel's annotated number one. Uh, from let's see, Alex Ross and Steve Darnell did Marvel's number zero from okay. 1994, and then Kurt Busaic and Alex Ross brought us Marvel's number one. And so what they're doing is a four-issue event where they're going back and they're reprinting the classic from uh, probably 20 years ago at this point, Marvel's, yeah. um, which tells about the early he- history of the Marvel Universe. So,
0: go! Yeah, I mean, the, this is an extremely important um, issue, uh, an important miniseries from Marvel. I think that it... it it does um, have a little bit of an antiquated kind of tone to it because I think that um, there, it, it came before Alex Thomas. this was the first, I think this where he kind of burned of the scene. Um, they did kingdom come after this, uh, but this really kind of introduced things, I believe. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe I'm the, maybe I'm going the other way around. I'm not sure, but um, I do think that it's, 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 uh, you guys said that it was kind of difficult to, really get into um and I understand that I I think that they have he hasn't really hadn't really kind of perfected his visual style to make it so um kind of iconic that Mm -hmm. that he did in the kingdom come universe but I I I still think it's a it's an interesting story these especially with that event like uh invaders miniseries that's coming out right now uh, from Chip Zdarsky I think that it's it's still kind of Nice that there are still kind of plumbing stories from this era. Um, I've always liked the Human Torch. Um, I always think that this Human Torch is a much cooler uh, version than than Johnny Storm for some reason. I just think that these these characters are just are, are that character is just so rich. He's the very first hero of the Marvel universe, um, and to see from another from a human perspective um, how this uh, how this sort of the Mar- birth of the marvel universe comes about it just mm-hmm. seems really interesting to me um and that that was basically the tone of this series it's just that the the civilian's eye view of all of these titans fighting in the air um yeah. and and how he gets hurt in this first issue um he gets gets hurt he loses his eye the main main character uh what's his name paul phil i've
1: no phil? idea
0: Phil, I wanted to say Ben Eric, but it's not him. It's
1: uh. Oh yeah, his name is definitely Phil.
0: Phil Sheldon, no, Phil, yeah, Phil Sheldon. Um, and uh, I I think that he's an iconic character, or it, he became an iconic character from this series, but then he's also referenced quite a bit in later on, um, as sort of the one of the everymans of the Marvel universe. So it's kind of I just like it. I don't know. Cool. You guys didn't. You guys didn't think so. You guys well, I just.
1: I, it's not a time period of the Marvel universe that I really cared about. I don't care about the Invaders for the most part. I don't care about the Human Torch who was a robot somehow. Um, yeah, it never really spoke to me. I do remember reading it because I liked Kingdom Come so much that when I went back to this, it was even more disappointing because yeah, it, I, I felt like. The uh, Kingdom Come was so large in scope, and it had such a big, interesting take on the future of the DC Universe and everything, whereas I felt this, just, you know, taking the every man's the worm's eye view of the Marvel Universe didn't really seem that interesting to me, even though I like the idea of it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But
0: yeah. I- 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 I liked, uh, I, I don't know. I just think his, this first zero issue, I think that they put it in a really cool way of, of comparing the um, guy who created Frankenstein to this guy who created the, the human torch. And I think that that, it was a nice little, I think Alex Ross wrote that first issue. I think that's yeah. that zero issue. He wrote and it I, with I,
1: somebody. He wrote it with, um, Steve Darnell.
0: Okay. Okay. And, and I, I that. I like the kind of modern retelling of Frankenstein. Um, I get it though. It's, it's not the most dynamic of reads uh, after all these years. Still, it uh, this was like back when they never had, they didn't have painted covers or they didn't have painted like stories like this. This was kind of like a, a really uh, big sort of artistic step, I think, because now it's like, we take this style very um, for granted, but it's, yeah. I mean, there was a, This was kind of revolutionary for its time, I think. Oh,
1: I think it's still gorgeous. I still think that Alex Ross is an immense talent. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he's been so good for so long that he just sort of fades into the background at this point because he keeps mm-hmm. just being that good. Um, but, yeah, I think he's he's very good at what he does. And it's a beautiful book.
0: Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. And I, I, I think it's, I mean, how many years ago was this? 1994, so. Yeah. So what? How many years? I don't know. What?
1: 25 years, I guess. Yeah, 25 years.
0: Yeah, so 25 years, and it's... I don't know. Yeah, the the storytelling style is a little dated, but I I still kind of like it.
1: Nice. All right, let's move on to The Savage Sword of Conan, number one, and this is by Jerry Duggan and Ron Garney, whose art I like very much. It looks like Ron Garney is doing a different... Oh, it's kind of Joe Kuberty, mm-hmm. man. But it looks like he's still sticking with the digital stuff that he was doing in Daredevil. Um, but the coloring is better, I think, in this. Um, and he's getting a little bit more—I don't want to say confident in his lines because he's a—you know—he's a professional. <laughs> but he's definitely getting um, his bearings with digital inking, I think, a little bit more than he did in that Daredevil run. So uh, I did not bother to read this. I ran out of time. But uh, you and Mark and Noel, go ahead.
2: No. Uh I'll go first. Sure. Um this was fine. <laughs> uh so I I went on record we read the first two issue we read and reviewed the first two issues of um Conan the Barbarian the Jason Aaron series. Um and the least interesting part of those stories for me was young Conan and the only reason why I eventually enjoyed them is because they were able to wrap it around the, you know, the elder statesman version of Conan and how the two kind of juxtaposed against each other and it was a more fulfilling story for me this is just straightforward brash dude bro impenetrable conan and i don't find it as compelling it's it's fine the story is fine it's it's intriguing the art is awesome i just this is like one shot kind of stuff for me i don't really
0: alex ross like cover gonna...
2: yeah yeah so
0: Alex Ross cover. <laughs> I, oh, I I mean I just think that that cover is really awesome. Oh, it is. It's oh, like yeah. one of those classic. I I mean they had they used to have the Savage Sword of Sword of Conan. I believe it was a magazine size size comic. Yes. So um, and I and a lot of them I think were reprints of of other comics and things like that. But um, I I don't know. I I was really in love with this this story. I think that it really it's very simple. Very simple setup. Conan is lost at sea um he barely survives of course he's trapped in the gallows and then he gets his way out of it and he's got a little cowardly kind of dude with chained to him um and they have a um, weird macguffin box that they steal because it looks important and it turns out that it's got some type of thing in it But we're not really sure Yeah, well, it's not really it's not really a MacGuffin. I bet it might serve as a MacGuffin later, but it's just something that they can kind of have and like almost lose, and you know, it's it's very much crucial to a plot point. But basically, it's it's um, inside of it is sand, and it awakens sort of a third eye, which again, I think that that is going to be. I don't know if this is going to tie into uh, how he crosses over into the Avengers, um, but it. Seems like this could be. There's can, um, I, can I
1: can I jump in real a, quick? Yeah. I'm doing my FOC, my final order cutoffs for Diamond to order comics from my store. And so, in an apology to Christopher Goodnight, there is another Conan book coming out. It's called Age What's of Conan Belit B E L I T Belay. I guess it's about a woman. She's got a sexy. You know the the cover artist is the one who does monstrous, beautiful, beautiful cover. Um, and it's yes yeah, Age it, of Conan Ballet or Ballet, and it's is number, that this
0: chick at the end here?
1: I don't know, but it's number one of five. It's a five issue miniseries. Okay. Go
0: ahead. What uh,
2: were
1: you gonna say, Noel?
2: Oh, um, I, there's this. The, I, I never truly enjoyed reading, um, Conan stories anyway. There's this way that they're kind of written where it's it's um, it's like someone tell it, it's like oral storytelling in the way that they're yeah. written, and it's, it's – Hello, Conan,
0: that, yeah. came down upon the mountain. It's an
2: omniscient voice that's just telling you this thing over and over again or, or, or narrating it to you, and I find that to be interesting in a novel way, but it keeps me separated from any of the emotional context of anything that's happening. So it's essentially reading a Wikipedia page of a story. I kind of wish I, – I don't – I can't hold on to it that long.
0: I wish that there I wish there was like you had this narrator who is telling this grand epic story and um you're seeing what really happens so like maybe Conan wasn't as like heroic or impenetrable or um, as graceful as as they said it you know how like it's, it it's almost like uh, it remind like when when they were reading the story in uh Princess Bride you know, you're reading the fairy tale story, but then there's the real version of the story that's going on and you see both. I think that would be an interesting take on Conan. Um, just because it's, you're right. That's a dated kind of way of telling this. And I think they are cashing in on this kind of like retro for the, this is for the people who actually might've been alive back then, or maybe have discovered Conan through like reprints, um, that dark horse did back in the day, things like that. But, uh, I, I think that would be an interesting way of, of saying, like, of telling the story of just showing that Conan is a human. After all, he's not this uh, kind of like mythic god of a berserker guy, but he actually does do things that are maybe not as, as great. Um, but I, I think it, it would take a specific kind of talent. I think mm-hmm. Jerry Duggan, Jerry Duggan has that talent because he's good with the comedy as well as the uh, um as well as the action, like as we've seen with his long stint on Deadpool, but um, you don't sh- see it here. But now that you've mentioned that, I do think that that would make for an interesting look at Conan.
2: Yeah, and that's that's what I was really enjoying about the first. It was funny when we t- i i don't think you were on the episode where we talked about the first issue, but I literally said like, if they go back to young Conan and and don't talk about like more King in the in the next issue, I won't care. And yeah. they didn't, but. They still kind of maintained that um thread of what was interesting about the first one and, and it wasn't just like being told a story about this this hardcore beefcake dude that could fucking plow through everybody and look how amazing his pecs are like come yeah. on tell me something that like emotionally invests me
0: well i think that's just the different the age and storytelling that we have these days it's uh there's it used to be that's just the way they told stories, you know. That in comics, like this was this is very evocative of of uh, or indicative of the way those stories were told mm-hmm. in the eighties, seventies, and eighties. And I think a more modern take on it would be interesting. Although, I, as long as they keep the narration to a minimum, I think I'll be okay with it.
1: Yeah, uh-uh.
2: it's it's just more about like at at this point, it's a welcome novelty. But at one point yeah. do you recognize it as being like, All right, you've gone too long. This is actually dated now.
0: It's it, not yeah, a novel it's gonna, anymore. It's gonna have to adapt. Like yeah. like all good like all good um characters and stories uh and ongoing comics that have lasted through the ages, it has to adapt with the time it's being played in. So once the novelty of of like this retro feel wears off, yeah, you're right. They're they're gonna have to do something a little different, I think. Um Meanwhile though I love Ron Garney's artwork in this book. Yeah. I think that it's just really really vivid and I it, I think it's some of the best stuff I've ever seen from him. It's just gritty and 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 just there's there's that close up when he he's he uh he needs something to pick the lock and he needs a like a piece of bone or something. And so instead he just rips the guy's finger off mm-hmm. and he's like, I can use your finger to I can i I'll use your finger bone it's to a small to, bone uh, in your
2: finger up. that'll do the job. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's just a close up on his face as he's ripping the finger off, which is just really, really done, Really, really, and really and good.
2: This uh serpent man is gnarly as shit. It's really, really oh,
0: Yeah. Or the on the last page?
2: No, no, no. Um the, the actual pirate that
0: Oh yeah, yeah, he sheds his skin and he's got the tail of a snake. That's It is for... a
2: beautiful book. I yeah. just couldn't yeah. really like connect with it.
1: Uh let's see, we got one more, don't we?
0: Is Wonder it... Twins.
1: Uh who wrote it? Mark Wonder Russell.
0: Twin Wonder Twin Powers Disappoint
1: yeah, sure did, buddy. Oh, uh, uh, you guys didn't like it? No, I did not. So hold on a second. I'm I'm uh, it's Mark flipping Russell. pages and Stephen Byrne. Yep. So yeah, this is next in the Wonder Comics line of books from DC. Uh, up until now, they've been written by Brian Michael Bendis, and I've been uh, pretty in, pretty intrigued or literally in love with them up until this point. And so now we've got the Wonder Twins, and I thought, what a cute, fun idea. We haven't seen these characters for a long time. They originated from the Super Friends TV show cartoon way back in the 60s, I believe. Maybe 70s? And this is called It Gets Weirder. And uh, it's, a, it's a joke book. It's a gag book. Uh, it's it's not taking place in any sort of continuity that I can tell, um, if only because of the scene with Batman. You mean BG? BG. Fucking, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, i didn't I, I thought it was cute enough. I didn't laugh at any point, but I thought it's one of those things where like they did a thing, and I went that was cute, mm-hmm. but nothing spoke to me specifically, nothing made me laugh i didn't I didn't feel emotionally invested in anything that was happening. uh I was outside of the book looking in the entire time now, to be fair, it's not for me, it's for someone else, it's for like maybe young teens, but that begs the question if it's a book for young teens, there's a thing about. Wanting to fuck when thunderstorms happen. Uh, um,
2: Thunderlust.
1: Thunderlust and like the planet. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so he does a book report, I guess, or something about his. Uh, well, not a book report, but you know, a history of his home worlds. And uh, there's a scene where. All of the inhabitants of that world are having sex during a thunderstorm.
2: Driven mad with thunderlust, Exorians writhe together, bonded into a single rhythm with the night. And then he elaborates it until he's told to stop. Yeah, sex many stop body bo- fluids bo- were
0: involved. fluids. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I don't know who this book is for. That's fair, right?
2: Um, I think it's for personally. I think it's for, um, like post-pubescent fans of uh spongebob when it's no longer just euphemism and it's more blatant like this happened yeah
0: well when Um, you have like characters like el dorado showing up like in the background uh, you know they want to do they want to kind of have it all in in this issue i think um they want to like make the adults chuckle um, they want to get like the fanboy stuff like, you know, Eldorado was like one of the one of the just like kind of fringe characters that was in the Super Friends cartoon, along with Jan and Z- Zayna, which that maybe be a P- Apache Chief, Samurai, Black Vulcan. Maybe they will show up as well. Um, they do have Black Lightning, but um, no Black Black Vulcan. Um, and then there's a cute little, you know, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be uh, cutesy when Mitzelplick shows up. Um, And they're going to, like, find a way to – of course, they find a way to kind of beat Mitzelplik by some clever little thing. But
1: um, I actually like the way they got rid of him. I thought that was pretty uh, good.
0: Yeah, I guess, um, just because it was the computer that nobody thinks – nobody thought was useful anymore. Um, But even what should have been the highlight of the book, when they used their powers, it was just kind of like – they say it and then they they didn't even say form of, shape of, whatever. Nope. He says total refreshment. As and <laughs> all he can do is turn into water.
1: That's literally been his power.
0: No, it's not. He's had other powers. Like He's what? like form of a bucket of water. He had a bucket of water. <laughs> form well, of the wasn't he didn't he have other powers? I thought he could like no. do the uh where would the bucket come from when he was turned into water?
1: She would turn into the buck No, she was an animal. No, I don't know. She's... Yeah, I don't know what. Cartoons. Easier man. to animate. Yeah.
0: Is that why Gleek was there? Was Gleek the bucket? Mm-hmm. Which is kind of gross. <laughs> but uh Gleek Where's... only had like Gleeck is that Leaves the monkey. He's the guy right here. He's walking in there. Oh, he's I got see him. He's got okay. the lunch. He's um, got the lunch Actually,
2: thing. the panel after that is my absolute favorite panel of the entire book. The joke about everyone showing up to a burglary.
1: I did like that. That, that and sending was... black a lot of... lightning to uh yeah. like a fish related. There's problem. a
2: lot
0: of really cute yeah. things in
2: here. I, I don't know. I, I kinda I, I thought it was a rough first issue, but I it was funny. It was cute. Like I I liked it. But was it adult it.
0: funny or like like kind of It was it was, it was satire funny. It, like it felt it, it like an episode. It felt like a bad episode of Harvey Birdman.
2: I, that's what I mean. Not, like it was satire funny. It wasn't. I don't think this felt all ages, which is it sounds like the misconnections coming from. Maybe it's an all ages line, but this felt more like Adult Swim, one punch jokes kind of thing.
0: Like a old Vertigo. What yeah, old Vertigo? Might a little have bit. Been. Yeah. I would, I'd like to see fucking dark Wonder Twins. Like, you know, go for the Wonderlust stuff. Go for the alien stuff that isn't understood. Go for them like being alien teenagers that are going through a different kind of puberty that 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 uh, humans go through, and that would be kind of interesting. Make it horror. Make it like kind of perverse or something, and and make it dark. But they, they're. It feels like they're trying to have it all of the ways. In this book, and it's it's not hitting it's not hitting home runs on, on all the ways they're doing it because they can't commit to one one thing.
2: Best case scenario, maybe this first issue is an introduction of everything, and then it all gets kind of like focused on, and or it gets it gets addressed in a more focused or nuanced way.
0: Then it focuses throughout. on the monkey, the monkey with the lasso tail.
2: Yeah, clearly. Well, that's <laughs> that's going to directly tie into the Thunderlust. It's a whole
0: thing. Yes, of course, it's the prehensile tail. Um, yeah. I I dug I.
2: <laughs> I didn't love this like the other two um, books in the uh, Wonder Line so far, but I did. I did dig this. More so, it sounds like more so than you guys did.
0: I'll check out issue two, but if it's more of this stuff, I, I, even even the way they draw Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman in this, it feels very cartoony and and not not to be taken seriously. I, like the art just doesn't lend itself to me to be like, oh, this is fun. It does nothing really felt fun or wondrous you know like the transformation was not you didn't even see how he then they show him like standing in the sewer instead of like what i don't know what i mean it'd be funny if he came to school and you know there's corn in his skin (laughs) tampon in his skin or something like that because he can't get all of the gross sewer shit out of the uh, out of the, out of him you know? I'm just saying but it's like it, he's going to go to that gross level where he, t- he takes the sewers to, to school but you don't commit to the joke he just says oh this is disgusting
2: I wonder if this is in continuity
1: I it know. can't be
0: I would love it to be. I would love there to be a wonder, uh, like a Wonder Universe or whatever this is called. Wonder Comics Fro- crossover, yeah. You know, for well, I feel like uh, the other
1: books are, but I don't. This they one could just be. doesn't yeah. feel like it is.
0: Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So I don't know because uh, they've already introduced the dial, um, the the H dial in regular Superman continuity. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um so i mean it's maybe it's supposed to all i mean and this is happening in the hall of justice which is in current continuity it just doesn't feel like the stakes are as level as well maybe it is maybe it is level of of jaro
2: <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of interesting stuff in the like the backgrounds of this of this book too like the and he did this a lot in um flintstones like uh the first panel at the high school it's the, the first full page splash at the high school like um, Morris High Wolf Pack it's a pack of cigarettes with wolves coming out of it as like their logo um, the fall dance theme is delusions of grandeur um, you yeah. can go to the circus featuring sad elephants there's this <laughs> this is a crazy book ask your doctor if normal is right for you like it's a, a probably an antidepressant drug joke. Like yeah. there's there's some weird shit in this and I kind of just respect the the, the go for it of it.
0: Yeah. I, I honestly think if it had another artist on it, I might have liked it a little bit more. Like if it had that artist on uh on on Flintstones on here, I think that would have been an interesting combination. Who was that artist? It was that? Uh Steve Pugh. Oh. Oh yeah. Or yeah. Pug. You say it? Was it? I thought it was uh the guy who was, was doing the first first yeah the first He's issue of Shazam, it wasn't that oh, guy the Eagle first, first no. Dale Dale Eaglesham? Oh, okay, well anyway, not for me. Right now this Wonderline two out of or two out of three I just didn't like. Um, Young Justice all the way, but I
2: thought it was uh, like a half like for Naomi for you.
0: All right, half like, yeah. but it's it was yeah. trade pace. It was pace for trade, and I just uh, yeah, I, it, it was a point.
2: it was a it was a tentative. We'll see. Yeah, it wasn't uh, just uh, this doesn't work.
0: Yeah, uh, so yeah. I don't
1: know. All right, well, thank you so much. We're going to wrap it up, you yeah, sons it up. of bitches. Thanks for coming and joining us uh, at at my comic book store, forty forty three twenty seven Main Street, Mannyunk. Right. It's the Hero Complex. I never shout out my store. I forget to do that. So, um, yeah, um, you can find Noel at Mr. Bartocci on Twitter. B-A-R-T-O-C-C-I. Mark. Tell the people.
0: Mark underscore L underscore Miller on the Twitters. Uh, ML Miller on the Patreon. I write ML Miller writes, and I'm also at com. I think I'm going to be at C2E2 coming up next month. Um, I think
1: dope, cool. I'm, awesome. I'm
0: trying to work out I'm trying to work out what table I'm at right now, and I think I think I've worked it out. Once I worked it out, I'll announce it where I'm at. but I haven't got confirmation yet.
1: Very nice. That's awesome. Yeah, let us know. And cool. uh, also, we do other shows. Uh, I don't know how you guys are listening to this, but if you go to uh, look up Cult Pop podcast on iTunes or Stitcher, uh, all those little things, wow. you can find our other shows. We got Spoiler Alert, which you're listening to. There's gutter talk. And then there's also the Cannibal Horror cast, which we haven't done an episode since Halloween came out, but uh, hopefully we're going to do an episode next week for People Under the Stairs and Horror Noir, the documentary about black cinema that's on Shutter right now. Um, yeah. And hopefully a little bit of happy ber- Happy Death Day to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because most yeah. of us have seen it. Hopefully, we'll write we'll
0: talk- us. Yeah. Write us questions about People Under the Stairs and Horror Noir. If yeah. Do that. You want to, and we can read them and answer them on the air while we're talking about it.
1: Yes. Yes, Send
2: us content.
1: Yeah. So that we don't have to think of it ourselves.
2: Speaking of, more emails.
1: All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will talk at you later. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Spoiler Alert. Check out all our shows, including
2: the Cannibal Horror Cast, where we review classic and contemporary horror. Oh, it's so spooky. And Gutter Talk with the Black Tribbles, recorded live every week at Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex in Nanyang, PA.